Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Rule the Queendom. My episodes are now older than me. Woohoo! Now today I'm talking to Monica Yates. Monica is an ICF certified life coach and wellness coach studying nutrition. Monica's obsession with all things period related started during her own journey of trying to regain her period. Through years of study and research, Monica has a wealth of information about how women's cycles actually works. She educates, inspires and helps women to enjoy their period and live their life in a way that supports the female cycle. Now this area of health isn't widely educated in schools and Monica hopes to change this by captivating women in learning about the beauty of menstruation in her real, raw and no BS approach. Now Monica featured in episode 22 and check out that episode for Monica's tips on periods, understanding your body, what guys need to know about periods and coming off the pill. But in this episode, episode 31, Monica is back to wow us with what effects sugar is having on your cycle, how taking probiotics actually feeds the bad bacteria in your gut, and what your bloat is actually trying to tell you about your body. Monica is mind-blowingly awesome, guys. Now check her out on Instagram at Monica Yates Health and of course monicayates.com.au and check out the show notes for all the links to the blog posts that we reference in this interview and also her eight-week program. This is the Rule the Queendom podcast by Charlie Willis, wife, mum, stepmom, entrepreneur, model and radio presenter turned self-love campaigner and body confidence advocate will be helping you to become the woman you were born to be. Each week you will discover practical ways to transform your self-doubts and fears into self-confidence and power. Now is the time to reach your true potential, take control of your destiny and realign with your purpose. Get ready to be real, rock your happiness and wear your crown with pride as Charlie and guests regal you up and transform you into the confident queen you were born to be. Are you ready to roll? We got you, sister. your blog in August and this actually yeah. really blew me away I absolutely loved this um, blog so you talk about UTIs and yeast infections and you say that sugar is a big culprit now I know that we know sugar's yeah. bad but not in a million years that I think it had the ability to affect vaginas vagina yeah vagina vulva all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. so I mean the biggest kind of reason why sugars were a really really big culprit for this and it's just an unhealthy diet in general you know like if you're eating a crap diet but but and then you don't eat sugar, which I don't even think it'd be possible to eat a crap diet and no sugar. But anyway, basically sugar feeds this bad bacteria. And if you've got a little bit of bad bacteria down there and then you shove some sugar in it, you're just gonna feed it. So it's gonna become a bigger problem. You know, and so then the back and then so that your body can't kill off the bacteria and this is where you can get UTIs and all this sort of stuff. And you know, you gotta think that like your bowels and like where your digestive system is and where your bladder is, that's really close to where your reproductive organs are really close. And so this is why we can then get these crossovers of problems because they're so close. And then biologically as well, our urethras are a lot shorter than men's. Mm. So it means that, you know, 
bacteria can go up inside of us a lot more easily than it can in men. But sugar is going to proliferate any problem you've got there. So there's probably been a million instances where I've had bad bacteria go up my veg, and but nothing's happened because I don't eat any sugar. So my body's been able to kill it off and I haven't noticed a problem. But I'm sure that for other people, they've had the exact same circumstance, but because they eat a lot of sugar, their body couldn't kill it off. In fact, the sugar just fed the problem. Um, and because the sugar then suppresses their immune system, their immune system wasn't able to kill it off. And this is where they get the problem. And this is why it's a reoccurring problem because no amount of antibiotics is not, is going to fix a problem when you haven't addressed the root cause. And the root cause is very often, not always, very often your diet. Wow. Yeah. And that just really amazed me because, yeah, I definitely know when I've yeah been eating a lot of sugar, I have yeah. noticed that that has happened to me in the past, but I never put the two together. But I guess you, as and you a, say, problem. a bad diet that you, you really need to sort it out because it's affecting you in, yeah. in so many ways. Well, it's like they say you can't outrun a bad diet. Like you cannot outdo a bad diet. I'm not saying you got to be so strict and be crazy because we all know that I'm not like that. Like I eat incredibly healthy, but I would never say to somebody else, you have to eat as healthy as me. Once you change your taste buds anyway, you just become this healthy. You don't even like, it's not even a problem. Like you're not depriving yourself or anything. So a lot of people, they'll drink a pile of cranberry juice because it quote unquote fixes UTIs. So it doesn't. Okay, that cranberry juice is full of sugar. If you were to eat actual, if you were to drink actual cranberry juice, it would be so incredibly tart that you would not be able to drink it. Like it'd be so sour and tart or whatever, whatever cranberries are, yeah. it would just be like that. You would not be able to drink it. Cranberry juice is so full of sugar. So when I see people saying, I've got a UTI, I'm going to drink a pile of cranberry juice. I'm like, no, you're not. Um, the only thing that does really help with UTIs as an, and it is a preventative is cranberry pills. So you can buy cranberry pills. Jesus, mouthful. You can buy them, but it's a preventative. So it's it can help, you know, um reoccurring UTIs, but it's not going to help an existing UTI. That's incredible. Every time yeah. Monica, I learn so much from you. I'm like, man, this is just amazing. A little like then fun fact for you just to add on to the knowledge in case people want to know. So cranberries contain a compound called it's like pro anno it's a fucking long word <laughs> basically this compound prevents e coli from sticking to the walls of your digestive and urinary tract yeah. so that's where the cranberry thing comes from so cranberries can help but it's you want to get it in a pill form because the the juice is just full of sugar and crap so don't do cranberry juice. That's one of the main culprits is sugar. So just avoid it. Well, and yeah, and just because sugar feeds all the bad bugs in your gut and stuff, it's really just about gut health and understanding your bacteria and stuff, like making sure that you've flushed out bad bacteria, you know, and then you're feeding the good bacteria. And I'm not like go and have some massive probiotic rampage. Mm -hmm. I actually really suggest to all of my clients that have got any sort of gut thing is to get um, the ATP product gut right. And I'm not like an affiliate or they don't even know who I am. And anyway, their product, it's a mod biotic. So it's not a probiotic. It's not a prebiotic. What it does in a nutshell is it kills off the bad bacteria and feeds the good bacteria. 
So you do like their 10 day protocol. Basically it's like take your dog to work wink week because your poo is just absolutely reek, uh-huh. but it's all the bad bacteria coming out of you and then you replenish the good bacteria and then you're set for life. You don't need to spend a million bucks on freaking probiotics. That The problem with probiotics is that if you are taking them and you have bad bacteria in your gut already, you are going to feed the bad bugs and the good bugs. What? So you don't want to overdose with probiotics, especially if you're overdosing with the wrong probiotics. Like This is why it's like it, you have to get so specific with your body. There's no general thing. You can't just be like, everyone should take probiotics. Everyone should do this. Like. It's specific. I was talking about with a lady today. Like you can't just say to somebody like eat grains or don't eat grains. How many people say eat grains? Like, okay, you can eat grains, fine, but if they're prepared in the right way, if your body can handle them, if you have a leaky gut, then don't start shoving grains in there because it's not gonna help. Like there are so many factors. It's not just like a one answer suits all thing. That's incredible. I did not know that. So if you take probiotics yeah. and you've already got an issue with your gut, it's just going like, to yeah. explode it. Pretty much, which is why, like, actually, um, after one of the wars, I don't know whether it's World War One or World War Two, that's when they invented um, lactobacillus probiotics. Yeah. And they invented them to make people put on weight after the war because nobody had enough money to buy food and there wasn't enough food. And so it's so interesting because I remember after I was in, I had one hospital incident and I was taking a ton of of, of probiotics after antibiotics and I was getting, and I was putting on weight and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I reckon it was the probiotics. And when I found out, when I found this research and I was reading all about it, I was like, oh my God, like it's just, it's so much more complicated than what we think. And yeah, so basically if you want to do, if you want to fix your gut, I would really recommend to get the modbiotic, the gut rights from ATP. And um, all of these is a pile of polyphenols and basically like skin, like thick skin of like plant foods that we don't get enough of all ground up. It tastes like shit, but it works. And I would recommend doing that. And then you know after that, you fixed your gut. And then if you want to freaking stick probiotics in there, you can. But you shouldn't need to if you're having a healthy diet. Seriously, I'm going to do that. Last time we spoke, I was bone broth. That is it. I'm doing it. So I've been doing that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm going to do it. So before we jump into more um, sort of period problems and your amazing program that you're writing, which I've been following your Insta stories and I'm loving your honesty about like it's so much work, but you're loving it, which is, I yeah. think it's so important to show people how much work it goes into these programs. Oh, I know so many people, they don't only show the pretty side of their business or like it was a quote unquote overnight success. And I'm like, I'm sorry, running a business, it's amazing. And I love it. And it's so rewarding because it's all of your work put in and then it gets, you know what I mean? Like, and it's all you, but I'm sorry. It is fucking hard. Like some days I come home and I'm like, God, I wish I worked a nine to five day because I would come home, flop on the sofa and work would be done. Like I leave work and work's done. For me, it's never done. But I, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I love it. But um, I do try and show the good side and the bad side to it because there is definitely a bad side to it too. Good on you. It is really true. Yeah. yeah. And another blog post, and I'm major plugging your blog, which is brilliant, but you've got some amazing information in there and you talk about bloat. Now this one really resonated yeah. with me because you talk about puff the magic dragon so (laughs) yeah and i'm a hundred percent puff the magic dragon right you talk about how regards to magic dragon you'll Mm. bloat out around your period like and i actually notice it in my face and when i read that i was like wow again never put those two things together that when i'm on my period i look at my face and go wow it's so round and like yeah i feel 
I always feel quite bloated, but never really, anyway, put two and two together. And you were saying about the different bloats and what they actually mean. So Mm. then you can try and, uh, like you say before, fix the root cause. So can you tell us a bit more about bloat and things that we should be looking out for? Yeah. So it kind of depends what sort of bloat you're getting. So like all the time, sometimes you get bloated because you ate the wrong food or you were stressed that day. Like there's definitely a stress bloat. Um, If you have had a really stressful day and then you come home and you're bloated, that's from stress. Don't worry about it. Just take some magnesium. But there is like quite a few different types of bloat. So there's obviously a bloat from alcohol. So having too much alcohol, that's going to make you bloated. Then there's the bloat from like, you know, a gut issue. So like SIBO, that's like a lower tummy bloat from a, a digestive system thing. Um, and that's where you want to then look at your food and, you know, take the gut right and clear your gut, guts out and make sure that's all hunky-dory. Then what I commonly see is this Puff the Magic, Magic Dragon thing. And I call it Puff the Magic Dragon because pretty sure Puff the Magic Dragon is American. I used to watch the TV show when I was living in New York about the dragons. And I don't know whether it was Dragon Tales, whether it was in Dragon Tales, but I was obsessed with Dragon Tales. Anyway, do you know what Dragon Tales is? Just don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I get, I become Puff the Magic Dragon when I'm stressed. I can tell straight away. And I, this is why I have to keep my, I actually am out of magnesium right now. And I'm going to Byron next week. And I'm like, after this interview, I'm going down to get magnesium because it's a stressful week. And I do not want to be puffy when I go to Byron because I want feel good so yeah when you are stressed what happens is that your body actually starts to tap into your magnesium stores every time you're stressed your body uses magnesium then you become magnesium deficient which then stresses your body out so you're stressed again so it's a vicious cycle magnesium actually helps block stress in your brain and it helps with fluid retention and puffiness and inflammation all that sort of stuff so magnesium is like a number one thing to go for for any bloat and that sort of stuff there's the stress bloat which is definitely go for magnesium and try and de-stress but that's obviously a little bit hard to do sometimes because life is stressful and that's where having the magnesium is really good at like counterbalancing counteracting that then there's this the bloat that you get at different times of the month so a lot of women will get bloated and puff the magic dragon and stuff just before their period and this is because their body hasn't actually flushed out the estrogen so they might have not ovulated which i talk about a lot in the program actually and lack of ovulation they might have not ovulated because of like xenoestrogens and and stress and not enough zinc and and PCOS and stuff and these different factors that can block your body's ability to ovulate. But the problem is that your body can produce the estradiol to ovulate but you don't ovulate so it stays in your body and it's not getting released. And this can lead to the puffiness. Or you ovulate, that's all hunky-dory, but you haven't actually flushed out enough of the estrogen. You know, I know all your estrogen was so high that it just didn't get a chance to flush it all out because your liver isn't going into phase two. So there's phase one and phase two of detoxification, which I talk about extensively um, in the program. But basically your body needs to get to phase two to get rid of the estrogen. Most people don't get into phase two. And this is where the puffiness and stuff comes out before their period um, because of all this fluid retention and stuff. And because progesterone counterbalances estrogen but what i'm always seeing is that people are deficient in progesterone and so when progesterone is uh, is supposed to spike and like increase around your luteal phase it doesn't so therefore you don't offset the estrogen which is like the yin and yang so you don't get that you know yin and yang and therefore 
you're puffy because it, because you've got no progesterone to do its job of counterbalancing the estrogen. I just don't know what to say to you because I'm just like, man, you're so smart <laughs> and you just know so much stuff. In my area, I'm very smart. I'm not smart about everything, but in this area, I, I do know this, yes. <laughs> and what, I, what baffles me is that bloat's like a simple sister, symptom because it shows up and you go, oh, yeah, I'm just a bit bloated today. And nine times out of ten, you don't try and find the root cause of it. Unless yes. it's causing you major discomfort, then, I yeah. think you'd be motivated enough to do it. However, yeah. that simple sort of si- symptom, that's hard to say, yeah. so much underlying it that really you can't ignore it. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is our body is always giving us signs, always telling us, like it's always trying to tell us different things and we don't listen to it because half the problem is we think it's normal. Like we think it's normal to have crap periods or like heavy bleeding or cramps or bloating it's common, but it's not normal. And even, you know, you walk around bloated or you're tired all the time. And, and a lot of people will say they didn't even know they were tired or had brain fog until they got rid of it, that they realized, oh my God, I felt so shit. But because it's their normal, they don't realize, you know, and, and the thing is the new normal is being tired, feeling lethargic, not having a good night's sleep, being every fucking woman is bloated all the time. Um, and I'm not going to say that I'm never bloated. I have days where I'm 100% bloated, more so at nighttime after like a long day. And, and, and we now consider this the, the new normal and it's, and it's not. It's common, but it's not what's meant to be happening. So let's talk about your program and let's talk about, because you obviously want to educate women on period yep. problems. So yep. I guess what's the top ones that you see? I know we've touched on bloating. What are the top yep. ones that you see and how is your program addressing these? So I see pretty much majority of the time for my strategy session, like period clients that are different to my life coaching clients for those period sessions, I see majority of the time the same shit over and over again. And that's why I got to the point where I was like, I need to create a program so every girl can get like, you know, all of me in one area for a fraction of the price compared to doing like five or six actual sessions. And they get all the worksheets, everything. And it's the same things of high estrogen, not enough progesterone or okay levels of estrogen and not enough progesterone. It's pretty much all stress-based. But so basically it's just in this program, it's those common things that I'm always seeing with clients that I put in like everything to do with high estrogen, low estrogen, understanding your cycle, like just knowing the basics because we don't know the basics, knowing what each hormone does and like the importance of each hormone, things like, are you ovulating? You know, that's really important. If you're not ovulating, you're not getting all the progesterone and good hormones that make you feel good to counterbalance the estrogen. You know, if you have anxiety and depression, I'm sorry, do not go and see a fucking therapist or do not go on some stupid drugs. I can tell you right now, you have a progesterone deficiency. That's what you have because that's what every fucking woman has. Like majority of women have a progesterone deficiency because we're so stressed. And when we're stressed, we tap into progesterone stores. Um, and I go through I go through heavy periods. I go through PCOS. I go through endo. I go through fibroids. I go through a little module about energy and how your energy affects like shit that you're carrying on from carrying on to from like childhood and past relationships, how that can affect your cycle and manifest. I do a whole section on like holiday hacks and like there is no such thing in my life about deprivation at Christmas or any time of the year, but especially not Christmas. And I would never say to somebody, 
don't eat sugar and do not um, drink around Christmas time or it's going to fuck your body. That's just so unsustainable and how miserable. Like this one day of the, the year, I think you're going to like eat a lot of food to make yourself feel sick and that's totally acceptable. I do that. So I've got a whole section in there as well about hacking the holiday season. So doing that because that's good for your soul, eating all the food, drinking all the wine, having all the fun, not sleeping enough. And then how can you support your body through that so it doesn't show up as a horrendous period for the next three months? It's just basically packed full of all the information that I tell my clients over and over and over again because I was just getting to the point where it was like, I'm literally saying the same shit all the time. So all of the information is in one place in there. It's like goes through every single different scenario you can have. Oh yeah, I've got one module on every PMS problem, like migraines, anxiety, headache, I've already said migraines, um, bloating, sleep problems, um, skin issues, like everything, constipation, like every PMS problem you can have basically. And I say, what's it from? Like migraines, right? Look at your estrogen, look at your iron. Like just so that like every woman that comes through can be like, this is my problem. Okay. I'm going back to the estrogen section. You know what I mean? I go through it really extensively. I basically just give girls all the inflammation, all the inflammation, which please know all <laughs> the information. So then they can just start doing everything from there to work on their period. And then they also get two free sessions with me. So then they can like be like, this is working. This isn't working. What else can I try? And I can be like, okay, you need to like, you're not taking enough turmeric or whatever. You need to up this, up that. Um, and also means that I can get a little bit individual with each of them, which is also important. The program is everything I know about fixing a period problem. And I go into like a bit of science with it because I know some girls like the science and I really show a lot of like diagrams so you can really like visualize what's happening in your body, but it's not so crazy sciencey that you're like, I tell you the answers, you know, I'm not going to say go do your own exploration. So you come in and I'm like, right, this is your problem. This is the answer. This is what to do. So it's really like you get the answers for your problems. That is absolutely fantastic. And I don't think you could have like structured that better. I absolutely love that, that you go through every single issue. You give a bit of science, you're giving diagrams for people that learn, you know, differently because they need to see it visually. I'm yeah. And I'm really about that. And a lot of girls like that about what the way I teach is that I don't just say have Brazil nuts for selenium. I go, why do you need selenium? You know what I mean? Like why, why I'm always asking why people want to know why the turmeric? Don't just say have turmeric. Like what's that actually going to do? And that's what I make a big emphasis on without going like crazy science and getting into like, you know, fucking boring chemistry. <laughs> but I will say like, you need the turmeric because X, Y, Z. So they actually know how it's going to work in their body. I've got to ask. Yeah. I don't want to put the pressure on, yeah. but when can we expect yeah. this amazing course? It's already out, but I'm only accepting 10 girls. So <laughs> could be sold out, but if not lucky you, because I'm so excited for the girls that come in and I just know they're going to be the perfect the perfect girls that join this first round. Yeah, exactly. And they get sessions with you as well. So yeah. it's not yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm just doing an online thing and then I never, you know, get to really see Monica again. No, yeah. I'm so having accountability because yeah. nobody actually does a fucking self-paced course. Yeah. But if I'm there going, have you done these modules? <laughs> you know, it's like they'll actually do it. So um, yeah, it's incredible. And it's going to be such an amazing point of reference for them as well. Do they get sort of like lifetime access? They do. Yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. lifetime access. Yeah. And that's why doing it's actually, that's why signing up for the first round is like pretty smart because I will a hundred percent add on like new modules, like new science, new videos, blah, blah, blah. Like if the girls on there are all like Monica, like I want you to talk more about X, Y, Z, then I'll be like, all right, we'll do 
do another module on that and then they get it for free. So they get lifetime access to it for free forever. And it means they get all the updates without having to pay for them, which is really good because I've like, I think I've taken 75%. It's 75% off what the value price is for this first round because it's my first round of it. So I need to like, you know, make changes, no doubt with what people want. So, but then after that, it'll be full price for any of the next rounds. And like, who's to say, I might not actually even do the one-on-one coaching within it, or you might only get one session with me or something like that. So it's very good value for money, to be honest. Come on. The amount of knowledge that you have is just incredible. It really, really is. And anyone that comes into contact with you through any kind of medium must realize how much you've got to give. Yeah. The fact that you are just so knowledgeable about it. Like it just blows me away because normally I add on to the conversation, but today I'm like, no, I'm just going to let Monica talk because she's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's taken me, it definitely takes a while to really know your value and your worth. But, um, you know, since doing my work and getting a lot of momentum and getting amazing feedback from everyone, I really know like, yeah, I do. I really do give value. I know it. Um, people always walk away with like mind blown, like good actionable steps. I take a very real approach. You're amazing. You're so cool. Well, thank you so, so much. I can't believe we've come to the end of it already, but yeah, I'm serious. Thank you so, thank you so much for having me back. It was so much fun as usual. Please follow Monica and check out her blog. It's amazing. She shares so much. Your blog on you getting drunk and your hangover tips. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That was such a good one. I'm sorry, but my hangover cure is amazing. I will go out and I will get drunk (laughs) and the next day, like I'm not saying I feel fucking fantabulous, but I'm up in the morning. I'm going for my usual seven, eight kilometer morning walk. I'm doing work. Like the only thing that I ever feel is like a bit tired. And if I put my head down, like if I'm getting out of the shower with wet hair and I go to put my towel on the head, I'm like, whoa, maybe (laughs) not. (laughs) But I feel great. And like, it means I don't get really bloated the next day. I'm fine. Like it doesn't affect my week or anything. My hangover cure. And I talk about it. I go into like good detail in my program, but my hangover cure, it fucking works. And not just for me, I give it to other people and they're like, I feel fantastic. Like the next day, it really works. Fantastic. It's so good. You're such a legend. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Queendom podcast by Charlie Bullis. We'd love you to share this with a friend, rate us and subscribe to the show on iTunes. For freebies plus more, visit www.rulethequeendom.com.